Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So, I talk about this a lot, but I guess that's the whole point of this podcast, is to just explore my mind and, you know, use it as a little bit of a journal, a way to sort of share with you what I'm feeling. The majority of the podcasts that I enjoy listening to are standalone, in the sense that it's not one person talking to a guest. I want to get into the mind of someone, someone that I respect, someone that I trust, someone that I'm curious about, someone that interests me, someone that's knowledgeable in certain areas or insightful in certain ways. So that's sort of what I'm trying to do with this podcast is share me. But I'm sort of hyper aware that that may leave you, dear listener, with a repetitive repetitive experience sometimes because I'll be harping on about the same stuff. But if you like that same stuff, then that's sort of what you're wanting, right? <laughs> anyway, with that uh, precursor in mind, I'm going to talk about um, <laughs> embracing silence and sort of an evol- evolutionary approach approaches to existence. I'm convinced that a way to attain inner peace, not necessarily like happiness or excitement or that sort of stuff, but just some sort of level of contentment is to use the modern society to eliminate a lot of the hardships, but also make sure to still embrace what we would have had, including some specific certain hardships. So, for example, you can find safe and healthy outlets for anger and aggression. For example, sports or martial arts. You can find a community on specific interests online, right? You can pursue interests and work that is fulfilling, that feels like it has meaning, which if you're working in a thing that you can't sort of relate to your life or life in general, you'd feel very meaningless in that job. And that's soul crushing. So that's all great. But one of the things that I've sort of discovered is that the modern society does not allow for much silence. We don't have a chance to ever sit in silence with our own thoughts. There's always an opportunity to listen to music, play a podcast, check social media, watch a video, just frit away our attention. Whereas if you consider back in the past, there would be an abundance of silence, of sitting with your mind, of letting it just allowing it to stew, to contemplate, to consider. So I'm wondering, what does that lack of silence do? Or alternatively, what does the continual exposure to information do? I mean, right now, you're choosing to listen to this podcast rather than sit in silence. Now, silence sounds boring. It sounds tedious. And to some people, it can sound confronting. When I was a teacher... I would talk about different things and every so often the topic of meditation or silence or evolution or all of these things would come up. And I would always propose to the children, this is high school kids, like, hey, do you ever sit in silence? You know, think about your time when you're at home. You get home until you're asleep. How much time do you sit without an input? And Most of the time, for most of the kids, it was zero times, zero minutes, nothing. They always had something coming in, checking social media, watching a video, talking, whatever, often more than one thing at once. And a lot of adults are the same. I've had people talk to me about meditation. I say, just, hey, sit in silence. 
and they freak out. They like, oh my god, I couldn't do that. That sounds, and they just it gets overwhelming. I can't help but wonder what that does. And, and I suppose to to sort of like explore this, I'm trying a few things. I was like experimenting on myself to see what what happens and how I feel. So I'm doing a couple of things. The first one, which I've been doing for about a month now, is mindfulness meditation. I'm always I've been meditating for years, but I'm specifically doing 20 minutes of silence in the morning and 20 minutes of silence at night. As in, I wake up, get myself ready, sit down. I don't touch my phone. This is the key important point. Meditation is the first thing. I meditate in silence, get up, meditate. And then I go from there to my home gym and work out for about half an hour to an hour. All that time I haven't touched my phone yet. And I haven't had any inputs. Then after the exercise session, then I can jump on the phone. Then I can watch the videos. Then I can do all that sort of stuff. And at night... I try to make meditation the last thing I do before sleep. But given kids and family and other things, it can be a little bit challenging. Sometimes I do it a bit earlier. So it doesn't always necessarily cap the night, but that's my ideal. But regardless, I do do a session 20 minutes at night. And combined with that, I'm going to do a day a month of no screen time, no podcasts, no audiovisual inputs, just my life. You know, and that might, yeah, that might mean working, it might mean, you know, training, whatever, but just a day break. So I just did a day break. And I've, like I've said, I've been doing the 20 minutes morning and night meditation for a month now. On You know, that's cumulative from, you know, years of normal meditation. And it's really interesting. I'm noticing a couple of things. My anxiety level is dropping and my contentment for my life is raising. Nothing has changed. And in fact, there's been a bunch of things that's happened recently that's been quite annoying. Just yesterday, um, Skillshare, where I host a lot of my video content, messaged me saying that 20 of my videos need to be edited, changed, um, because they have updated their, their their policies, and now my videos um, don't fulfill the policies that they want, so I now have to edit them. So I've basically been given a lot of work or my uh, videos will be pulled. And that's a significant amount of my online income. I, prior to that, I fell off a rock climbing wall and I'm on crutches. It's, I don't have full range of motion. My foot hurts. It's not pleasant. It was, I thought I broke it. It didn't break it, thankfully. It was a ligament tear, but that's happened. Before that, I had COVID um, <laughs> with, you know, the, the general sickness and the isolation that that involves. But the point is, I'm still feeling pretty good. My emotionality isn't varying and I'm looking around my life and going, yeah, I'm just having this feeling like, hmm, this is enough. And the day that I took off from social media, from screen time, I felt really good, really calm. I'm like, ah, this is something I need to do. I discovered that, okay, yes, silence is golden. <laughs> um, yeah, cliche song, Ooh, who remembers? But seriously, there was something to be said about letting your mind sit in silence. And like, I know this is me saying this from years of experience of meditating, but if you are fearful of silence, what does that tell you? If you're afraid of your mind, if you're afraid of silence, if you're afraid of boredom, so much so that the, the consideration of sitting for a couple of minutes with no stimulation freaks you out or seems too hard, 
I don't know about you, but to me, that's something that I want to attack. That's something I want to work on. That's something I want to push through. I don't know. Maybe it's the martial artist in me, but if if I feel like there's a challenge or something or someone that I can't beat, that is motivation for me to train. And I turn to that same feeling upon silence. And now I'm reaping the benefits. Don't get me wrong. It's taken <laughs> years. Um, but I'm discovering more about myself. I'm letting my mind settle. It's there's so many there's so many analogies that I could give you. It's sort of like you know water's dropped into a pond, and if you wait long enough, the pond settles to stillness. But if you keep dropping pebbles in, you never allow that stillness to come. That's one approach. Or another approach is like an inbox. You're constantly getting emails, and you've got to open them and just sort through them. And the meditation is the act of just letting your brain process what's coming in until you get to that inbox zero. <sighs> what I like to consider, or what I sort of realized was meditation. The basic, the basic way to meditate mindfully is to draw your attention to the breath, the feeling of the breath. When your mind wanders, you bring it back. Your mind wanders, you bring it back. It's the sensation of the breath at the nose or at the chest or wherever you feel it. And what you're doing is basically saying, hey brain, focus on right now. And you're meditating, your mind drifts. And you're like, no, get back here, breath. Then it starts thinking of the breath, but then it starts remembering the previous breath or analyzing the previous breath. And that's still not right. You're like, no, back here now. Then it drifts off to depression or anxiety or future planning. You're like, no, get back here right now. You're training it to focus on the present moment. And once you've got that focus, you can do a lot of things with it. It's like it's like training your muscles in the gym so you can perform better on your sport, right? The first step is training your brain to be in the moment. And then once you're there, you can start investigating reality as it is for what it is. What is it like to think? What are memories like? Oh, that emotion, that jealousy, that anger, that rage. What does it feel like? And once you can step back and detach and analyze it, how much control does it really have over you? These are things I'm working on. So what I'm going to do now is play for you a guided session. If you're not already following me on Insight Timer, Insight Timer is one of the leading apps for meditation. And I put all of my guided meditation short talks on there. So I'll put a link, I'll put a link, I'll put a link to Insight Timer, but I'm going to play for you a guided meditation session. This one is about 20 minutes long. And if you'd prefer to do it straight, you could click the link to Insight Timer. You can access it for free. Um, but if you sign up, you can get access to sort of deeper level stuff. And I'll tell you about that. But if you are um, driving or whatever, I suggest that if you're going to do the meditation, you don't do it while driving, take a seat, all of that sort of stuff. But I'll put a link so you can access this meditation purely. And then from there, you'll be able to see my all my content on Insight Timer. I've got maybe 100 talks and guided meditations and three courses, one on mindfulness meditation, tips, tools, tricks, basically just for beginners, a course on um, creative writing for expression, for mental health, and a study habits course, how to study. And I'm about to release, hopefully within the month, um, a kids course. So how to basically get your kids mindfully meditating and calm breathing, which side note is very useful. My son uh, recently fell over and hit his head, um, needing three stitches. He's fine, but there was blood and it was a bit traumatic for all of us. Um, but I reminded him to do calm breathing and he got through it. He got through the stitching process, got through the hospital process. A lot of it because of his ability to meditate. 
And when I was rock climbing, he was there. I fell off the wall. I'm like, oh, in pain. And he reminded me to do some calm breathing. And it helped. So, check the links. I will I will put the links to the Insight Timer and to this meditation in the show notes. But yeah, head over there, check it out. And this will give you a very good insight into mindfulness. And it will um, it'll get you sitting in silence. So, lean into it. Let me know what you think. Hello, and welcome to the session. Today's going to start with a short talk, followed by a guided instruction. We're going to be looking at mindful breathing, or focusing on the breath as a meditation object. This is the easiest to grasp, or the quote-unquote simplest way to practice mindfulness meditation. You simply take a seat, get comfortable, and draw your attention to the breath wherever it's most strongly felt. When your mind wanders, you just bring it back to the breath. Sounds simple enough, right? But when we actually practice in this way, very quickly our mind wanders. It starts planning. It starts remembering. It starts thinking about anything but the object. In this case, the breath. Let's just try it for 15 seconds and see how we go. Take a seat, get comfortable, close your eyes, and draw your attention to the breath. Let's begin. So how'd you go? In just 15 seconds, did your mind wander? And if it did wander, did you notice it wandering and return it back to the breath? It's important to realize that the act of meditation isn't the focus on the breath. It isn't an empty mind. It isn't the absence of thought. Mindfulness meditation is becoming aware of our mind as it is for what it is. In this case, it's becoming aware when it wanders. So rather than getting upset with yourself or annoyed that you're, quote, not doing it right when you notice your mind wandering, that is in fact when you are doing it right. Yes, we're trying to maintain focus on the breath. We're trying to increase our ability to get into the present moment. Advanced mindfulness practices go deeper and work with other objects and have more nuance. But before you can go into all of that, it's advised that you learn or rather train yourself to be in the moment. Let's try it for 30 seconds. Let's see what happens. Once again, get comfortable. Close your eyes and draw your attention to the breath, entering and leaving. Wherever you feel it most, draw your attention to the sensations of the breath. And if it wanders, notice it wandering and gently bring it back to focusing on the breath.
So how'd you go? As the duration of these silences increases, you will certainly start to notice your mind wandering. That's normal. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to fight against. It's nothing to worry about. Because remember, when we notice our mind wandering, that is the practice we're aiming to achieve. It's not about maintaining perfect focus. It's not about emptying the mind. Those things may come with practice, with time. But our goal is to just notice what the mind is doing. And when you notice that it's wandered, that's a good thing. You've noticed what your mind is doing. You set it a task. You say, hey, focus on the breath. And yeah, the breath is relatively boring. It's not that engaging. But it's constantly available and it's constantly changing. Therefore, it makes one of the best anchors in which to tie our focus to. Over time, your focus will improve. But it's important to realize that each session will be different. If you're having a good day or a bad day, your ability to focus will change. If you've had stress or something good happen, if you're sick, if you're tired, if you've had some sort of inebriation or coffee or some certain foods, if you've exercised, any number of different things will impact your ability to focus in one given session. So hold to yourself that you can only have the meditation you're having, this session alone. Your goal, once again, is to recognize what your mind is doing. If it wanders, gently return it back to the breath. Let's try it now for one minute. So once again, I invite you, close your eyes, draw your attention to the breath wherever you can feel it most. If your mind wanders, gently bring it back. So how'd you go? My personal practice at the moment is 20 minutes of silent meditation in the morning, first thing, and 20 minutes of silent meditation at night. I make sure to practice before I touch my phone, go on social media, or basically do anything else. The first thing I do in the morning, after I sort of get myself ready, is meditate. And similarly, I do the same thing in reverse at night. I meditate, and then I go to bed. It's a great way to cap the day. But what I found is, with these 
longer sets, the 20 minutes. Some sessions are, or feel like they are hyper-focused. Other sessions feel like they drag on, and it's a struggle to get through. Other sessions, my mind wanders, I don't catch it, and all of a sudden the 20-minute time is up. The point is, each session is equally valuable. You can only have the meditation you're having. I get some comments and feedbacks and questions from my personal clients talking about having a great session. They say something along the lines of, my mind was clear, my mind was super focused, or it just felt absolutely amazing. And they describe this feeling of revelation or joy. And then they say, is that right? Is that correct? Perhaps. But it's important to realize that all of those feelings they're describing, the clarity, the joy, they're all feelings that aren't the breath. It's very easy to feel, sometimes, when we meditate, this feeling of wonder or joy or elation, revelation, amazement, positive feelings. And don't get me wrong, it's great when they occur. But they too are a barrier to mindfulness. They are not the present moment. Your mind is wandered, it's lost its focus. So over time, the more you practice, become aware when your mind is getting lost in good feelings. Because if you can master your mind when it's both good and bad, when you notice it wandering into pleasant or unpleasant or neutral or the past or planning or whatever, you're well on the way to a stable and mindful existence. And that's the whole goal. Let's extend the time now to a two-minute sit. We're going to sit in silence for two minutes. When your mind wanders, no matter what it wanders into, for two minutes, we're just going to gently bring our focus back to the breath. It wanders, we bring it back. It wanders, we bring it back. Let's do it. Let's begin.
So how'd you go? It's interesting to consider what we're trying to do. By tying our attention to the breath, we're trying to anchor ourselves in the present moment. Every time our mind wanders, no matter what it wanders into, good feelings, bad feelings, thoughts, emotions, moods, memories, planning, anything else other than that sensation of the breath, or whatever we chose as our focus, that is not the present moment. That is not right now. It's almost like we're constantly resetting our focus back to the moment, telling ourselves, telling our brain, telling our mind, telling our attention, now, be here now. This is what matters. Right now is what matters. This one moment. But the problem is, is that this one moment keeps slipping. I know that when I'm practicing, I focus on the breath, but then I'm thinking about my focus on the breath. And it's like I realize I'm breathing in when I'm sort of still conceptualizing, contemplating, feeling, evaluating the breath that I was just breathing out and vice versa. It's like I'm lagging behind the present moment. Our goal is to focus on the senses as they're coming in right now. Not reanalyzing, not interpreting, not contemplating meaning, but just feeling, purely feeling. There's an analogy here to sound. A sound comes, we hear it, and the sound goes. If we can truly embody that process, that's pure mindfulness. But what typically happens is, the sound comes. We hear it, we think about it, we apply meaning, we remember other times and other things. It happens almost instantaneously, and most often without our internal compulsion. It just arises. So our goal is to just observe it happening. Observe the breath. Observe the sound. Observe whatever it is that is arising right now. So to end this session, we're going to play a little bit with sound. Close your eyes, and I'm going to ring a bell. And I just want you to note when the sound ends. And just raise your hand slightly just to acknowledge when that sound ends. So I'll ring a bell, and when the sound ends, you raise your hand. That's it. Let's try that again. And remember, we're not thinking about, we're not trying to interpret, we're not trying to conceptualize. All we're doing is listening clearly and acknowledging when the sound ends. So how'd you go? This session we started with a focus on the breath. Observing the sensation of the breath, entering and leaving the nose. That's what we chose to anchor our attention to. Remember, your goal isn't to empty the mind. It's not to facilitate or foster good feelings or a change of mental state. It's to observe reality as it is for what it is right now. We're not trying to trip out. We're not trying to zone out. We're not trying to blank our minds. We're just trying to 
observe what's happening. Observe the breath. Be here now, in the present moment. If you're practicing silent meditation, and your mind wanders, and you notice it wandering, that's a good thing. You're doing the meditation. Just gently return your focus back to the breath. And remember, you can only have the meditation you're having if it felt good or bad, chaotic, controlled, focused, whatever. The fact that you're doing it itself is the win, is the representation of the good session. So we're going to end this session with one more minute of silence, followed by a bell. So the audio will go silent, and at the end of that one minute, I'll ring a bell. And I just want you to, when the bell comes, listen to the end of the sound. Let's begin. Thank you. And if you have any questions, please either leave a review on this meditation and ask there, or check out some of my courses and in the classroom you can ask there as well. I'll get back to you with an answer or I'll make a guided session or a talk specifically for you. Have a great day.